This episode is brought to you in part by Healing the Source, offering distance Reiki healing sessions and group distance healing sessions, select Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. For more information and to book your appointment, visit healingthesource.online. That's healingthesource.online. You are listening to the Lighter Side Show audio podcast with Jamie Butler, the everyday medium, produced by the Lighter Side Network. Visit and subscribe to thelightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes exploring wholeness living, energy work, trance channeling, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hi, Lumineers. Welcome to the Lighter Side Show podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Butler the everyday medium. And I am sitting across the table from Colleen Ziegler. Hey, everyone. The host of Heal Yeah podcast. (laughs) It's exciting. We get to talk about this now. Yeah, yeah. Lumineers, remember? It's actually happening. Yeah, yeah, there were several We've been times talking about it for a while. <laughs> I'd say, Colleen has a secret. Colleen has something to share. And zips, nothing came out of your mouth. But now everything's coming out of your mouth in a podcast. Yeah, it's flowing. So you've already started recording. I have. And it's launching when? So we're going from March 2019. So uh, in about a month. In about a month, we'll be up on iTunes, mm-hmm. on the network. Yes. And SoundCloud, Stitcher, all these other outlets. That is wonderful. I'm excited. And I love your logo, very retro. Thank you, Jesse. Shout out to Tight Pants Jesse. That was a wonderful collaboration over the course of how many months? Uh, A couple months. Yeah, two months. Yeah. It looks fantastic. He did it exactly the way I wanted to. I mean, he definitely did his own little spin on it, which was so awesome. But he did what I didn't know I wanted. But I had, great? but I had that idea, and he he brought it to life. That's yeah. what makes him so good. It was awesome. Yeah. So, Lumineers, if you want to see it, you can head over to Instagram. Go ahead and follow Colleen. At yeah, I'm Heal. only on Instagram right now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to go anywhere else. I don't think I will. Heal, yeah, podcast. Yep. Like, follow, be in that community. Going to be in the know. And quickly tell us what is your podcast about? So the podcast. Um, I will be honest and say I have lots of different ideas for this podcast, and it's so much in the beginning stages, but what it really is is sharing people's stories. We all have all these unique stories, and often these stories do relate to healing and and becoming your authentic self and what kind of path you are on in your life, and this can come through art, and it can come through different energy modalities, and it can come through travel and I'm just laughing because Jamie's nodding. Her. I'm nodding yeah. vigorously. It, so it's it so com- true. It comes in so many different ways. It's not just the stereotypical ways that people heal. So we're really going to get into uh, telling people stories. Dude, this is going to humanize the subtle ways that we find joy and happiness to heal. So most people still say, well, that's weird. What do you mean when you don't feel good? You go in your backyard and you sit with your chickens? <laughs> That's just weird. That's true. But it's not. You do do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to explore all of that. And we recorded two episodes and I already have three more scheduled. Ah! So I'm very excited and I'm, I really like how it's panning out. That's wonderful. I can't yeah. wait to hear them. Lumineers, I haven't even listened. I wasn't here when she recorded. So it's going to be exciting and new. Definitely subscribing to that on my iTunes account. But today, we're going to talk about the energy of sensing spirit. 
a lot of lumineers out there, you find yourself, I don't know, maybe with some goosebumps, an odd moment, a I don't feel alone. You hear your name called, you turn around, nobody's there. You feel like somebody's staring at you, you turn around, nobody's there. These are some ways that you're sensing spirit, but I'd like to talk to those lumineers who really do want to build that skill or build that muscle and sense spirit. As Colleen is looking around the set, or do we have Well, no, there's like someone hammering a wall. Did you not hear that? No. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear. Speaking of sensing spirit, (laughs) there's someone hammering that wall, and so I was looking at you to see if you wanted to pause. (laughs) I can hear dead people, but I can't hear the hammer on the wall. Well, I don't know. No, I'm very excited about your podcast, Colleen. I'm super, super (laughs) happy that you're doing it. And Lumineers, this tone of our voice and everything. There's probably been several edits so far. Colleen and I have the giggles so bad today. We cannot get through the podcast. Colleen's glasses are totally fogged up because she's laughing so hard. And um, we really just want to share with you the energy of sensing spirit. Mm -hmm. Colleen, in the midst of her laughter, goes, I think this is one way. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a kind of release. You know, when you get the giggles so much that you just go and go and go. I mean, it's it's the same as crying. It is, isn't it? I mean, I have been crying. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a release. So it's interesting that it happens um, in the times that it, it does happen. This um, has Maitland's fingerprints all over it. Oh, yeah. She's a, a giggle beast. Um I'm not going to say that we're going to try to act like professionals because I'd rather just be myself. Yeah, we're going to do the best that we can yes. in this given moment. And I'm hoping and that... who knows what that is. By us talking <laughs> about it, that you're thinking ways in your life right now how you can release a little bit of humor or give yourself permission to laugh when maybe it's considered inappropriate. I mean, it's think about it. How can we possibly sense spirit if we are holding in all of these emotions? It's nearly impossible, right? Like we have to be putting up this huge, I mean, energetic barrier, emotional barrier. Um, it's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you just have one lens. I know. Up. <laughs> I know. I'm trying so hard. I wiped it off so many times. I have a cashmere sweater on, and so it's not. It's not. I just can't look this at you. Is we just talk horrible. About this. <laughs> You make a really valid point. If you are holding anything in, it takes more energy to hold it in. And it actually takes more energy to suffer, to be in pain, to feel um, separated, depressed, things of that nature, than to process it, allowing it to move through you. Because if you're holding and using up all of your resources, Mm -hmm. your energy, you're not going to have anything to reach out to say, something else is happening mm-hmm. or experience this subtle wave of whatnots, which we're about to talk about these whatnots of what spirit is doing around you. You didn't like the whatnot phrase. <laughs> are we you talking about one? Are we about to talk about whatnots? Yeah, we're going to talk about whatnots. <laughs> Let's take the whatnots to what signs do you get when spirits nudging you or trying to communicate with you or letting you know that they're there? What are you, you asking me yeah, specifically? You. Okay. I wasn't sure if you're just asking <laughs> The, the listeners. Um, oh, gosh. When I sense spirit around me, I mean, one big one is the goosebumps. You know, saying something and then it's confirmed 
or someone else saying something and then it's confirmed. That's a big one. Uh, just the sensing and seeing in my third eye. I don't know how to quite explain that one. I can see, but I can't see like Jesse sitting right there. I'd see Jesse here. In your forehead. Yeah. Yeah. So in the, yep. the screen inside of your forehead, often where our daydreams are or imagination exists, yes. you get a ping there. Yep. And yep. you realize, hey, I'm not triggering that. So it's got to be coming from somewhere else. Is that yes. how it is? Yeah. Yep. Nice. I know people who get dizzy. Oh, like yeah. off kilter, all of a sudden they're just fine, and then they look a little drunk or just sure, a little sure. tilted. If I started feeling that way or extremely fatigued, I almost feel like it's not a, a positive mm. spirit sense. or ener- I won't even say spirit, just energetic. You know, we can have these different energetic feelings within our bodies, and sometimes headaches or feeling really tired. I will totally sense that it's energy-related and not necessarily you know, dehydration or, um, you know, those four cups of coffee. <laughs> so what you're I'm just kidding. I don't drink four no, cups of coffee. I, don't, I don't. really don't. <laughs> For me, I also get my thoughts kind of feel like they're running away from me. Mm. And I am unaware that I've shifted from my control dialogue where I feel like I'm creating the thoughts and the dialogue to the channel where I am receiving dialogue from the energy in the room. And all of a sudden my head feels like, God, I just had too many thoughts. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to manage too much. I get a little overwhelmed. And the moment I step back, take a deep breath, I realize, huh, I'm processing all these conversations that are happening Hmm. energetically and they have nothing to do with me. So we know that the Claris sense spirit in different ways. What are some ways, you know, these techniques that you're about to share with us, does this go across the board for all the Claris? Or is this going to be techniques um, more for clairaudience or clairvoyance? Or <laughs> I, I'm, I'm letting com- you struggle yeah. with that. I'm just, the yeah. giggles have made our brain soft. It, they have. The techniques I want to go over, there's five of them, and they are for anyone at any level okay. from not sensing anything to all day sensing way too much to I'm just claircognizant or voyant or audient or empathic. All of this is going to help heighten your awareness of when spirits around you. Do you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, the first one I want to talk about is believing that you can sense spirit. Duh. <laughs> now, how many times have we heard this? You know, if you believe you can, then you can achieve it. This goes back to the classic kid story. Was it the little engine? Mm-hmm. I think, I, I, think can. I can. I think I can. I think I can. Even though it's just thinking, and I wish mm-hmm. it was more full embodied, the little affirmation mantra. But it becomes full embodied once you believe it enough and repeat it enough. I mean, that makes perfect sense. You have to believe you can do something before... Yes. I mean, that goes across the board for anything in life. Well, think about how many times you've been told spirit doesn't exist. Or if you can't see it, don't believe in it. Or if you don't have a sense of control over it, then it's not worth exploring. Or it means it's too whimsical. Or maybe it's more fantasy or daydream. And all these things are seen as a little out of reach, not validated because they're not consistent. I'm thinking about you and that you could actually actually see spirit and still are told that it's not there. Yes, I'm still told as a kid. It's one thing to not see it and say, hey, I 
think I sense something over there and you can't see it, but you could actually see it. And and even then the people around you are still telling you that's not real. That's not there. So you can see where my life started off a little wonky. Yes. <laughs> Things weren't adding up so much. Believe your kids. The monster yes. is under the bed. <laughs> yes. Thank I mean, you. really, or in the closet or yes. Even if parents, you don't believe in monsters or you don't believe anything is there. If the person, even if it's a child, believes it is, all the chemical makeup in their body, their belief system, everything aligns with it in mm -hmm. a reality format, address it. No more shushing away. So look at your belief systems. What are you carrying through from your childhood? What are you telling yourself now? Even if you're saying right now as you're listening, uh, those girls are silly, but yes, I believe in spirit and I'd like to sense it, but... The thing that follows that right there, I want you to look at, hold, give it some space, allow it to evolve. What is the but here? But I'm Catholic, but I was told I can't, but I'm not strong enough. I'm not worthy enough. I don't have the same talent, but I don't have the time. But whatever that is, if you really want to have the life where you're sensing spirit and knowing that you're not alone, communicating with your guides, address that belief system first. Second, what not nugget, <laughs> use your joy, lumineers, use your happiness, Wee! <laughs> the looks around the room right now. See the world as possible and positive. And it goes back to our laughing release. Oh my God. It that does. Very positive, wasn't it? Yep. You raised my energy. It's so interesting too how... It is positive. You're absolutely right. But while we're in it, we start beating ourselves up for not getting it together and <laughs> continuing whatever we need to do. Like instead of just going, this is so positive and just keep doing it, we go, no, 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 we got to stop. Oh my gosh. We've got to stop. And you know, the thought I had was, you're being too loud, Jamie. Oh, these other offices, they can hear you. You oh, wow. snicker That's instead of laugh. <gasps> That's interesting. So even in my moment of release and joy, I had a little voice in there from some Stop belief system. Stop being so silly. You know, that kind of stuff. Oh. So if we didn't have that, we could have more possibility, more positivity. And I know some of you might be thinking, well, glass half full, you know, doing all those techniques mm -hmm. where there is a belief system. If you see the glass half full, you're half full. You're being a fool. Mm-hmm. Sounds so similar. Well, and I'm also thinking too, you, we don't want to be so, I don't want to use the word fake positive, but that's the only thing that's coming to mind right now that we're actually blocking other emotions and then that can be detrimental as, as well. So we're talking about authentic, mm -hmm. real joy and happiness. Yes. The kind where you can explain and share in full honesty and vulnerability, everything that you're feeling, but you're saying, I'm going to still wire myself to experience the joy, the happiness, the possibility, and the positive. Mm -hmm. So even when you're feeling really stuck and you don't feel like there's any doors or windows in your life at that moment and you're at the bottom of the barrel, there is a light somewhere. I want you to focus on it. So what are some ways that we can increase that joy naturally within our body? Yeah. Well, you know what was at the top of my list? What's that? Laughter. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. There's even a laughter yoga. Have you done this? I have not, but I've seen your little video that you made Holy about it. Holy <laughs> I probably wouldn't even be able to get through that class. Yeah. <laughs> because you're laughing too hard? 
You'd have to leave. It's definitely different, Lumineers. But if you want to experience something different, I would go for it. Another thing I would go Say for Say that is- again. Because I was clearing my throat too much. But he can cut that out. If you're saying, oh, he can? <laughs> <laughs> I can, but I won't. What else can you do? Lumineers, the laughter (laughs) yoga is definitely different. If you want to experience that, I say go for it. And it's actually called laughter yoga. Oh, yeah. So anyone who wants to try it can just get on Google and Google laughter yoga. Yes. In wherever you're in town, USA. And while you're there, I would research some comedy, some stand up comics. I agree. I mean, I know that if I'm not feeling my best, I will definitely resort to some stand-up comedians. I watched The Funniest Lady the other day, and I wish I could remember her name because she deserves the credit so much. I had never heard of her before. She was young, you know, maybe late 20s, early 30s, and really cute and really funny. I like the elder millennial. I don't know that one. Eliza hysterical really eliza is she just goes she's by in her the late 20s yeah she kind of nicknames herself the elder millennial I and so she speaks her. from this place of wisdom to the millennials oh, it's hysterical yeah that's her shtick that's totally yeah. her stick we were on a flight one time i have to share a story real quick and i don't know where we where were we going you were sitting and we were sitting in the same row but not in the Kamloops. you were no it wasn't Kamloops. anyway it might have been la or something and i was watching I don't, oh, it was to LA. Yeah, I was watching stand-up comedy the whole way there. You know, in Delta, you can just put on your headphones, and Atlanta to California can seem like five minutes. Didn't you watch Chris? I think it was Chris Rock, but there was another one too, and I was laughing so hard, and I looked around, and what I was laughing at was so inappropriate. <laughs> and I looked around because all of a sudden I had this like deep down fear within me that everyone around me was listening to. I was like, I can't believe she's laughing at that. <laughs> So ridiculous. I know. I know that's so ridiculous, but that's, it's almost like a, then I kind of um, resorted to that little hunched over quiet laugh. <laughs> the external judgment. <laughs> yes. Yes. See, um, we need to talk about this more because this is happening so often in our head and we mm-hmm. are so used to managing it that we're not aware enough to change it. Yeah. And you know what? The people around me could have cared less what I was doing. No one was even aware because they were so absorbed in themselves. They were probably just like just I was. so happy you were laughing. <laughs> Some other quick things that make me laugh my ass off and help me see that there is positivity in the world and possibility is Zumba class. I know that sounds really random never and super done that. specific. Yeah. We need to go to a Zumba class. I don't know about that, but that sounds fun. Any dance classes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm up for dancing or just even like put your favorite music on in your house and dance around your kitchen. You that will do that. Definitely. Motown, baby. Yeah. Motown you gets me going. Motown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lumineers, I want to take a moment now and give a big thank you to Healing the Source for sponsoring our podcast today. Thank you so very much, Julia Cox. She is a Reiki master and intuitive energy healer. Lumineers, you can find her at healingthesource.online. You can also find her on Facebook and Instagram at Energy Healing the Source. Julia is a Reiki master trained in several energy healing modalities, such as Reiki, Golden Dragon, Kundalini, Ashati, and several more. Lumineers, if you're sitting there going, what is Reiki? Well, Reiki and energy healing aims to clear 
balance and restore your physical and energetic systems and facilitates the body's natural healing abilities. Julia is also holding a group distance healing session every other Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom, so you can ease into a fresh week completely uplifted, motivated, and full of light. Now, there's a limit on this, so booking is essential, and you can do that at healingthesource.online. Thank you for your continuing support. If you want to be a part of our sponsorship program, send an email to hello at thelightersidenetwork.com. We could not do this without you. All right, let's talk about another whatnot golden nugget here on how to sense the energy that spirit is around is um, using certain experiences. So I know Lumineers, we have life to live and we sometimes have the job that is eight to five and we have a routine and a schedule. If we're not allowing experiences to happen that are a little more magical, it's probably just not going to show up organically. So I would love to list a few experiences that you can put on your calendar and make magic happen. I am looking at your list ahead of time, and all I can see from my angle perfectly is dark closet. <laughs> you don't think that's magical? What about Narnia, Colleen? I'm not, I'm not judging your techniques or any of that. I'm just saying that's how what I can read perfectly from where I am, a dark closet. Have you done this before? A psychomantium. Yes. Yes. I've done the one that used to be right up. In this very office. Yes. It is a dark room, no light. Preferably, you want the textures in this room to absorb light. So cloth, fabric, especially a a dark velvet. Mm -hmm. You want to have a focal point, which is often a mirror, but you want it to be above eye height. So it's not like you're in the bathroom and you're staring at yourself in the mirror in the darkness. That's a whole like red rum thing. We don't want to do that. Mm-mm. You want to sit down beneath the mirror and gaze up into it. Now, if you don't like being in absolute darkness, get a one lux light. Like, you know, those little moonlights you click mm-hmm. the top on and they pop on and set it behind you. Not in front of you, not in your peripheral vision, behind you. So if somebody were looking at you, you'd be glowing in a dark closet and they'd be freaked out probably. But you're setting the tone to do a sensory deprivation experience. Being in a dark room removes your horizon line. Mm-hmm. It confuses your eyes on depth perception. So now all of a sudden, the one thing that you rely on the most sensory wise to explain where you are and what's happening is compromised. And it's going to use your ciliary muscles. <laughs> I probably just added another syllable in there for you, Lumineers. I don't know. I can't correct you because I don't know what it is. <laughs> there are the muscles in your eyes that contract and expand to allow light in. Mm-hmm. And so when we're really focused on something, they contract. So when it's darkness, they, they loosen up and they allow more light in that's necessary to see because it's really doing its best to identify an object. Mm-hmm. And so what this happens is we have too much light into our eyes. It gets in the backside of our retina and it can highlight the subtle energy in the room. You'll start to see color. Mm. 40% of people who do the psychomantium or sensory deprivation in this manner see full on apparitions. Can you imagine? Awesome. Like zero to 60 right there. You come out of your closet. You're like a changed person. I mean. Listening to you talk about this makes me realize how even just sitting here in this room right now, we're on we're on the stage in the network studio, sensory overload, even though nothing is going on, 
right? I mean, I can see things all over the place. I can see the papers here. I mean, so just closing my eyes, it's amazing how we're constantly on sensory overload without even trying. We don't have to be at that, you know, packed concert or sports event or club. It's humans are on sensory overload all the time. All the time. So as soon as we shut that down, and this also reminds me of your advanced mediumship class that you have. I have been in those rooms where you go in those rooms and you put the red light up and it's all black and oh. the students are wearing a black tablecloth. Yes, the red light exercise. But I can't believe what happens in those rooms. Cray cray. I, I can't believe it. It's it's really something. And it's the same thing. You're taking all of those. I mean, it's, you're not taking the senses completely away, but. You're challenging um, them to yes. behave in a different way. Yeah. I mean, I would almost say, and I'm by no means an expert, that this is probably one of the most important ones as far as techniques to see spirit and sense. I think I would second that emotion. Yeah. Well, for me, intuition and being able to sense energy is just a heightened awareness or an extension of your traditional five senses. Mm -hmm. So Lumineers, I'll tell you one more time, if you're not allowing that experience to get into your schedule, it's not just going to happen randomly. You're not going to mm -hmm. randomly decide to get into a dark room and experience what that's like to meditate with your eyes open. Would just sitting in a room with headphones on and having a guided meditation and this would fall into this category or not quite? Oh, absolutely. It would. Yes. It would help you fall into a trance state. So hypnosis can do this. Sensory deprivation tanks, the dark closet, the um, driving your car long distances can actually get you into a trance state. I know Colleen's eyes are really wide right now, but it's true. We all know that we've driven miles and all of a sudden we're like, have I been driving? <laughs> You're like, oh, I hope that light was green. It's really interesting, like especially long road trips. I'm seeing this float, and I know they have these float tanks, but I even feel that way when I just float in the lake. Really? Like when you just close your eyes and float, mm. and your ears are underwater just a bit that you can't hear what's going on around you. It is amazing. But I mean, I love that these float tanks are happening now, but also just floating in water. Or your big tub. <laughs> I have so many things to say about that, but I will refrain. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> so here's the fourth one is to take five minutes and connect to subtle light energy. Some of you might be thinking, what is subtle light energy? What yeah, do like, you what mean? What does that huh? mean, Jamie? <laughs> All right. This could mean petting your cat, your dog, your horse for five minutes and really taking your conscious thoughts into every moment of being present with that animal. Not doing the activity and going, oh, I got to get some milk and then I got to go run somewhere else. None of that. Mm -hmm. Feeding your chickens, mm -hmm. like being out there with them, even being in nature. Trees are great for that. Oh my God. You stare at a tree long enough and you can see the, the energy around it. The glow. Yes. So and pretty. it doesn't, I mean, I feel like everyone can do that. I really do. If you look at a big, beautiful tree long enough, it is just alive. It's alive. It is so amazing. Put your back to one. Mm -hmm. Hug one. Sit down at the base. Walk. Pull weeds. Plant something. Mm -hmm. Get your hands in dirt. Get barefoot. And the activity you choose, focus solely on that. 
And when you find yourself wandering off of it, like thinking about the milk or the activity you need to do later on or dinner, show some kindness, Lumineers. I want your first reaction, your knee-jerk reaction to be, that's okay, we can let that go. And none of the, oh my God, you're doing this again. Oh, no, this is so difficult, it's so frustrating. Because all of that energy is feeding the vicious cycle of staying out of the present moment and beating yourself up. And then you're going to come out of it going, that really sucked. I didn't have a great experience. And five minutes felt like two hours. (laughs) So please, please, please show kindness to yourself. Can you think of other ways to connect to subtle light energy besides animals, I always go just straight to nature, but I'm sure you can do it. I mean, everything we talked about was outside, right? You can also do it inside by just focusing on a pen or your hand. Yes, you can. You can focus on the single thought of love. Mm-hmm. You can hop on a chi machine. Love that thing. Vibrates side to side, rocks your spine. You could do a breathing exercise, and you can find breathing exercises all over the internet. Just take a moment to research and write down maybe five different ways that you can connect to subtle light energy. You can even connect through it just by observation alone, where you tell yourself, I'm tuning out of my analytical mind, and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to observe everything that's around me. Mm, Like on a park bench. Yes. Mm -hmm. And just say, okay, there's a bird. There's the water. I know that sounds very, very simple, but that's what it takes to connect to subtle light energy. And you'll start to feel the shift. I had a few other thoughts about how we could do that. Do tell. I'm going to share. It's a little weird, but I think there's a few lumineers out there that are just like, yes, Um, cleaning, cleanliness, Mm. vacuuming, dusting, laundry, folding, putting new sheets on the bed. Well, when you do all that, you're shifting energy. Oh, man. And that's like amazing. Have you just sat on your couch after when your house is clean and just looked around? (laughs) It feels so good, doesn't it? Best thing ever. I do that in my bedroom too because for some reason our poor bedroom is the worst room in the house at all times because it's set over to the side and really no one goes back there. If you're, so I always focus on the kitchen, the living room and all that. So when I take the time to really clean my bedroom and it's not dirty, it's just cluttered um, and I just lay on my bed and look at the clean room. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. That for me is a huge yes. I do that instantly. In fact, when we got back from Christmas vacation, we opened the door. We've been gone for about 10 days. Mm-hmm. And the person taking care of the cats and stuff, you know, they don't vacuum yeah. or spritz or zhuzh energetically. And it felt so stagnant. It had a certain smell to it. wasn't bad, but it wasn't okay. ours. A closed up house yeah. changes everything. I didn't even bring my luggage in. It stayed on the porch. I hear you, sister. And I jumped into a three-hour cleaning frenzy. I hear you. And my husband the whole time is like waving his hands, thinking I'm in some messed up trance. Mm -hmm. He's like, babe, babe, you okay? (laughs) Babe, are you angry? Did something happen? Because I'm like huffing. No, it's like I'm making the space mine again. I cleaned the windows. I dusted. I I moved the couch. I got into nooks and crannies that only get into like once every six months, you know? My goodness. He was like, come to my house. (laughs) He was was backing away. (laughs) But then after that frenzy was over, you could see the whole family just went, oh, oh, we're home. 
But we didn't have that feeling when we walked in our home. It really, really matters. Our last little golden nugget, our little whatnot on how to sense energy of spirit is color. Yep, color. I just want to put a period after that. Color sensitivity. Taking a bath with color, and I literally mean that, like a Mm -hmm. bathtub, water full of color. I mean, dressing yourself in a certain color. Because all these things that we've talked about, these techniques, these ways to become more sensitive, they are shifting your vibration, not just in your energetic field, your etheric field, but they're helping the chakras, the highways and the byways in your body that run all the energy become more fine-tuned and a little bit more aware of what your reaction is to energy. And when you can become aware of what your reaction is, you can then start to distinguish, is this mine or is this coming from an external Mm -hmm. source? I use external lumineers with a little (laughs) bit of an air quote because I do feel like we are all one, but that can be a little confusing. So when spirit comes into the room, let's say, I'm gonna get just brief and deep. If you connect to the color blue, and for you, blue is calming. It is about communication, feeling vulnerable and honest. So it leaves you kind of open. Mm-hmm. Throat chakra. Is it a throat chakra indeed? And then all of a sudden you're in a public place and you're having all of those same awarenesses, but the color blue is not around you. But all of a sudden you're feeling quite vulnerable. You're feeling quite supported, open, you know, wanting to communicate, you can then ask, you know, spirit wise, who is here? What's, you know, who's helping you come into this state of being? I'm not saying that we don't go into these states of being organically, but when you're just noticing them at uh, like a beginning point, some Mm -hmm. people call it a trigger point, which I think connotates a little bit more negative source than positive source. But when you're coming into it just as a particular start point, that is more commonly cause and effect. Mm -hmm. It's like the effect of this new source of energy being in your energetic field. That's when spirit comes into your energetic field. It's like having a doorbell. They hit that doorbell and you have a response to hearing the doorbell and it changes. Okay. Back up a little bit. So I have a little bit more clarity around what you're saying. You're in a place. I'm in a place. that. (laughs) Here we go again. No, I'm really being serious because I really do need clarity. I'm not just saying this for no, no, podcast. No, no, I'm with you. So let me back up just a, just a touch. So what I'm hearing you say is that you find yourself in a place. Like I am in, in a bathroom. Okay. And this bathroom is... Can it be at the Fox Theater? Because that bathroom is amazing. Sure, but I'm going to make it my own. Okay. Okay, this bathroom is all pink. Okay. Um, And I walk into this bathroom and everything is pink. You know, the chairs are pink and the the cushions are pink. The and tile. The, yes, the sink is pink. Is that what you're referring to when you're overloaded with one kind of color that that's when you can sense something? Is that what I'm hearing or are you saying something different? Okay. Saying something different. Okay. So once you know how you respond to each color differently. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can use that as information. Okay. You can then identify when spirit is in your energetic field because they can correlate 
to that same color response. Got it. Like the color cards. Yes, yeah. like the color cards. For me, when Maitland is around, I get the giggles. I get chatty. I get um, in my body, I get fidgety and mm-hmm. I get more alive. And so there's sometimes where my eyes aren't turned on and I'm not aware she's in the room and she's in my energetic field and I'm translating her energy and I'm communicating to her in that way. So sometimes do you just feel her around? You don't always see her. Yes. Okay. Which is more of a new thing. Yeah. In the last several years. Okay. <laughs> I like seeing. Yeah. It's easier to identify. Yeah. You're like, there she is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no. So we do have a Learn It Live class that goes more in depth into 10 techniques. And you can find that on Learn It Live. Type in Jamie Butler. You can check out the classes that we have up there. There's several recorded classes up there now. Yeah, they are Mm pre-recorded. They're not live streaming. But we will have some more live streaming coming in the future. You can check out Jamie Butler Medium, click on classes, workshops, or just sign up for the newsletter, guys. And you can get all the information there. Okay. So those are some good tips, Jamie. Thanks. Yeah. And and the great... (laughs) No, honestly, I'm going to be really honest. I've, you know, I've heard this information. I I take every single one of your classes. (laughs) You do. You're there every single time. Sometimes I have taken your classes four, five, five times. times. And it's always the way that the, the information is always kind of presented a little bit in a new way. And it's good reminders. It's good reminders that, you know, to fully sense spirit and, you know, I'll take it up a little step further, but also take that time out for ourselves to be in a quiet space. Um, you know, all of these techniques are, I'm going to use the word easy because they, they are, right? Mm-hmm. We all have the ability to do these techniques. Yes. It's just taking the time yes. to do them. And none of them require, you know, taking the day off of work <laughs> or any of that. They're just little things that you can do. And if you take take 15 minutes every day, right? And just pr- make this a regular practice. And I'm sure big shifts would happen. I agree. Yeah. If you want this, take the time to do it. We really appreciate that you've taken the time to listen to the Lighter Side Show podcast today. We hope you share this with a friend, tell a family member. Please head over to thelightersidenetwork.com. Become a subscriber. We are a viewer-funded network. We have videos for the Lighter Side Show as well. And if you can't tell in the back of my voice, I'm on the verge of going down another little tunnel of laughter with Colleen. So we're going to sign off. Thank you so much for being here, lending us your ears. And remember, Lumineers, it's not woo-woo. It's true-true. Bye, Lumies. Bye, everyone. The ideas expressed by guests and channeled guests on the Lighter Side Show podcast are not necessarily Jamie's personal beliefs. Information received from the Lighter Side Show podcast is not to be used as a substitute for medical or psychological advice. For up-to-date info on Jamie, visit jamiebutlermedium.com and subscribe to the Lighter Side Network, Lumineers. I'll see you there. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary.